Blog Talk Radio. Won't you stand in your greatness? Good afternoon and welcome to the Nurtured Heart Approach February podcast. I'm Katherine Stafford. I'm a licensed clinical social worker in private practice in Mill Creek, Washington. And I'm also a Nurture Heart Approach Advanced Trainer, author, and the mother of four. Howard Glasser will not be joining the show today as he's currently in Australia, just beginning the week-long CTI training on the Gold Coast. So we wish them a fantastic week. And as much as I miss Howie today, I'm delighted to be back on the air with my friend Jamie Gregory. Jamie is a clinical social worker in private practice in Virginia and is a brilliant advanced trainer. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jamie. Welcome. Thanks, Catherine. Gonna make a How are you? West Virginia. Oh, thank you. I, I wondered about that. I, I thought that was Girl, true. Thank you for, thanks for getting that right. Thank you for joining us on this Super Bowl Sunday on a pre-record of the show. I'm really thrilled to have you participate on the topic of nurture heart approach and couples. Um, and I've met your wonderful wife, Nancy. How long have you two been together? Remind me. 31 years. Wow, okay. We've been married 31 years, yes. So I think you may have the record. So today we've brought on a couple of brilliant nurtured heart couples, um, couples who are the epitome of Nurtured Heart, who also happen to both be advanced trainers. Um, this is going to be a show that's going to be rich in conversation and it's going to fly by quickly. So, Jamie, I'm going to go ahead and just introduce them. The first couple I'd like to introduce is Joe and Celeste Elsie. And I'm going to go ahead, since I don't have bios today, guys, I'm going to just have you tell me a little bit about you two first quickly and then we'll jump into our next couple as well. So, Joe and Celeste. Thank you, Catherine. Boy, it's an honor to be on this um, podcast, especially to share this experience with my husband, Joe. Um, We are both advanced trainers. Like you said, I am a student intervention specialist. I work in alternative education, teaching kids how to use the approach on themselves and coaching adults that work with kids. Um, Joe and I have been married for 31 years. We're right there with you, Jamie. Yes. (laughs) And we have three sons in their 20s and beautiful young ladies in our lives and a grandson that's about to be two years old. Well, congratulations on 31 years. Thanks. It's been a blast. How about you, Joe? I haven't had the pleasure of meeting you, but I have certainly, I've known about you for many years. Well, as Celeste says, we've been married for 31 years. We have three great kids and a grandson and some ladies that we really enjoy. Um, I actually uh, don't really work, well, actually I don't work with kids. I work for State Farm Insurance, and I've been with them for 36 years. Um, my wife always tells me that I, I don't use the nurture heart approach at work, but apparently I do. And uh, so w- while I don't, uh, interact with kids and, and, tr- and use the NHA uh, with them. I do use it with people that I work with uh, unknowingly, apparently, because hmm. I've been inter- <laughs> I energize people quite often, and, and I get some good results. So, uh, thank you to my wife for teaching me that. Right, you do definitely have the the luxury of a fantastic trainer as your wife. Thank you, guys. I'm going to mm-hmm. come back to you, but I also want to introduce our other couple today, Jeffrey Swan and Elizabeth Sylvester, who are joining us from Texas. Hi, you guys. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. We're glad to be here. Which one of you wants to go first and give us a little bio about you both? I'll go first. So my name is Elizabeth Sylvester, and I'm a child psychologist here in Austin, Texas. And Jeffrey and I um, started using the Nurtured Heart Approach in 2001. Um, 
in our um, in our work. And at that time, we had four-year-old twin little boys, and so we started using it at home too. And now our sons are 18 and headed off, um, doing well as Nurtured Heart Kids. And I'm still using it every day in my practice and teaching it to parents, uh, writing about it. Hmm. And it's been um, really life-changing both personally and professionally for me. Jeff and I have been married for 20 years, and Nurtured Heart's been around for the second half of that. Nice, yeah. Congratulations on 20 years. Thank you. How about you, Jeffrey? Welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me today, Um, uh, having us today, actually. Um, Yeah, I actually have been using Nurtured Heart Approach in both schools and in my private practice, Um, and it's truly amazing the the results that you see, that I see. Um, The part that touches my heart is um, not just in the way that the kids smile, but the way in which other professionals and parents look at me and wonder, why is it that the kids absolutely love you? And so (laughs) it's a selfishness thing for me that that I see. Um, So I've been in, I guess, working in education since, um, man, since 1990 um, in one form or another. And I think things really changed for me when I started using NHA in my work inside of school. I'm currently, though, um, I just left my job in schools, and so now I am in private practice and doing a whole lot more parenting work and a whole lot more individual therapy work with children. Congratulations on that. That shift, whatever for whatever reason why you did it, I think that's fantastic. You know, recreation of yourself in a beautiful way. I'm sure. Thank, Thank you. you. I get. I should introduce the fact that I've been with my husband Brian since. Gosh, I was one of those young child. I met my husband when I was 17, somewhere before my senior year of high school. So we've been together for almost 30 years. Even though I look so incredibly young, I'm sure I'm fooling people. <laughs> But actually, we've been, we're going on 25 years this summer, so I'm right there with you guys, not quite up to 30, but right in the same, the same mix. And so, I, you know, I guess I would say we are all the exception, having been now with our partners for a very long time, more than the norm. And so I guess, you know, that might be a nice way to start the conversation. We're all here together as families who have been together for the duration for a really long time. Nurture Heart entered this scenario at some point. You know, for me, it was a time when I had four, I think my kids were six, eight, and ten, and I was newly newly pregnant with a brand new pregnancy I wasn't expecting and on bed rest. And a time when life is really crazy and, you know, relationships could go south very easily. Um, And so maybe we can start there. And how has Nurture Heart Approach enriched your relationship with your spouse um, with your partner. Um, Joe, I'd be curious to hear your part, too, because I know you've been with Celeste for a long time, and now you've taken the step to become an advanced trainer and learn more about the approach. So I'm curious about what brought you there. So I'm just going to open it up to any and all of you to just dive in from that piece of enriching your own relationship with your significant other. Well, I got to – this is Joe. So I, I have to admit that, uh, you know, Celeste has been doing it for um, quite some time, and um, I've, I've always, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've always uh, uh, accepted it. I've never, um, I never would make fun of it. I would love to hear her stories about what she was doing with the kids and her uh, the results she was getting. Uh, I I think that when it 
when I just thought, you know, my wife's at work, she's doing this thing, and it's great, and she loves it, and that's good for her, and I'm happy for her. And I think it really hit me um, about how powerful it was when she had um, a, a young man had walked from his high school to the um, the middle school that she was working at at the time. He he wasn't at the, the middle school anymore, but it, it was a kid that she had worked with uh, in the past. I think he was having some issues, and he needed to speak to someone. He walked five miles from the high school to the middle school just to talk to Celeste. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so that's when I heard that story, it was like, wow, this is pretty incredible stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I did go to a CTI. Um, I wasn't um, fully into it. I, I was um, hiding behind the fact that I'm here just for my wife, Celeste. Um, and then when I went to this last one in Arizona is when it uh, when it really sunk in and um, got my heart, and I realized at this CTI that you know I I can really feel it when I'm speaking from the heart and when I'm I'm talking to people, not only my kids and my family, but just different people. I can really feel it in my heart, and I never felt that from mm-hmm. the first CTI. Mm-hmm. Celeste, how does that make you feel when you hear Joe talking about you, know, oh. you and your influence oh. on how that propelled him? <laughs> um, it brings tears to my eyes. And I've always um, known that I've been a very fortunate person to have someone like Joe in my life. And um, and what the Nurtured Heart approach has given us is um, a way to really appreciate and enjoy each other in a way that, or a level that I don't think we were doing before. And I can honestly mm-hmm. say that we appreciate each moment. We value each other. We're open and honest. And um, just in such deep appreciation. And I love that because, you know, time goes by and, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be able to enjoy every moment. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing Elizabeth's in agreement. I think if that's you that I'm hearing yeah. behind the scenes is yeah. tell us about you and, and and you and Jeffrey and this whole adventure with Nurture Heart as a couple. Well, I was, as I was listening, I was thinking that Nurture Heart is so powerful for helping embolden the good times. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part of Nurture Heart that's been invaluable to me is if you stay married for very long, there are times that aren't so good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like having nurtured heart in my life has helped me to create space in my marriage. Um, has helped, you know. In in my family, there are four of us, but I I say pretty clearly that Jeffrey and I are the most intense people in our family. Most hmm. Yeah, that our children, yeah. perhaps because they were raised in nurtured heart, they're comfortable with themselves and their feelings, and and they're not. Um, they they don't they're not particularly intense behaviorally or emotionally, um, and and Jeffrey and I are more intense. And I think Nurtured Heart has given me the gift of being able to create space for myself, and being able to try to create space for Jeffrey, so that we have the room to move through time mm-hmm. in our marriage. And knowing that there are times where where you come together and times where you're not as together. 
I would I would echo that. The the piece that I was most clued into as um Catherine as you were introducing the question was the ways in which um my appreciation or the ways in which Elizabeth has appreciated my intensity for all the years that we've been married got so much clearer after we started using NHA um, and started learning NHA. And it didn't even um, hit me the degree to which um, the, the degree to which she had been energizing my intensity until we went to our first CTI about four or five years ago. Um, and that was when I realized the gift that NHA has been mm-hmm. as we practiced it and tried to live it um, was mm-hmm. was both having an appreciation for how intense we can be um, and also having an approach, um, a relational approach from which it's perfectly okay to be intense. And, in fact, right. that's the rocket fuel. That's the way. <laughs> right. You know, right. That, that's the juice. Yeah. Um, and being able to push each other to reset um, while at the same time accepting um, each other for what we are. Um, and the interesting thing is for me that um, the, the, the word intensity came up just yesterday at dinner. Um, we, um, uh, one of our boys um, had a milestone um, that we all went out to celebrate um, uh, with a friend of his. And while we were at dinner, um, he said something interesting. Our son said something interesting. He said that Jeffrey, that I, have a tendency to yell. Um, and it occurred to me that I can't remember the last time that I raised my voice. Um, and what Elizabeth said... Jeffrey definitely doesn't yell at his children. It wasn't right. yell, about yelling. No. What Elizabeth said, um, it, it, to clarify the the... The, what my son was um, trying to express was how intense I can be comes across so easily. Um, mm-hmm. And NHA has a mechanism for me, both with my children and with my wife, for being able to be called on it, um, but also to call myself on it. And that's it's just a beautiful thing. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love what I'm hearing you guys talking about, and I love both both couples have talked about this idea of deep appreciation or appreciation of intensity, or as Howie says, the radical appreciation. And I'm wondering for listeners, mm-hmm. typically in the show we talk about kind of the nuts and bolts, the essence of nurtured heart approach. And so I'm wondering if one of you, maybe Jamie, if you're feeling like you'd like to, could talk about the essence of what nurtured heart approach is, and then maybe as it relates to an adult, you know, a couple relationships, that a new listener will, will know what we're talking about. Anyone feeling courageous to take take that on? Yeah, the three I can I can start with that, and I would appreciate any follow up. Um, I would say that in our relationship, Joe and I have learned how to really follow stand one and not give energy to each other's negativity. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with mm-hmm. me, Joe? <laughs> yes, I do. And it's funny; it doesn't happen often, but but I know that we are able to do that. The, the, when I look at stand two and the level at which we can give each other positive recognition, I think that really stands out for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes I share with my cl- in my classes that there is not one thing my husband does for me to, that I do not verbally appreciate him for. And people mm-hmm. sometimes ask, oh, does that get old? 
And I don't think it does because I'm in my heart, I'm being honest, and I really do appreciate everything that Joe does for me. And then when it comes to stand three, um, with when we work with kids, it's clear and consistent rules and consequences. And practicing um, stand three with each other, it's more about the reset. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. will always remember the first time that Joe reset me, and <laughs> it was after my car was broken down for an hour and a half. It's a long story, but he showed up, and he kind of had a little smirk on his face, and this was probably seven years ago. He looked at me, and he said, Celeste, you need to reset. And in that one-tenth of a second, I wanted to push him to the ground. <laughs> I realized very quickly that when Joe resets me, I really do need to reset. And it was such a gift that day because it also taught mm-hmm. me what kids may feel like when we reset mm-hmm. them. That's yeah. a gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you think that, for me, I was thinking about this earlier to that idea of clarity. You know, sometimes with my husband I just have to say, this is what I need from you. I'm being clear about what I want, need, expect, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of it is the reset and part about clarity. Jamie, you're quiet in the background, and I know yes, you well, um, I, as... You <laughs> yeah, are well, I'll, such, I'll add. Um, I yeah, know, I, I know. <clears throat> the, the first time I met uh, Howie for the um, advanced training, I went to Tucson in 2006, and I told him a story, which I called the, re, the re-wooing of Nancy, mm-hmm. um, and it mm-hmm. had to do with, with the second stand as, it, as, as we now... Uh, have them in order, you know, about the positives, because we were going through one of those phases where um, I think she could even verbalize, am I taking you for granted? And I said, yes, and I'd go on about what I was doing, and then I would, at other times, I was trying to sort of reignite the relationship. Uh, We weren't, you know, in a dire place, but, you know, and she kept on hearing it more in terms of what I wanted from her, or, you know, Mm so I just even before doing Nurture Time, what I was doing was saying, you know, here's something I really appreciate about you. Um, here's what I want to do. I want to spend this Friday evening with you, and I want to listen to that old radio show we used to listen to. And I got really clear about what I was inviting her to do. And, and it, mm-hmm. it, over time, it, it really changed the way she heard what I was, you know, asking for and what, what it truly was about that I, you know, wanted um, and appreciated in terms of spending time with her. Um, mm-hmm. And it it really uh, you know put the relationship back into a, a, a much more full um, uh, happy sort of uh, mm-hmm. experience. Um, so that you know that would be you know a story I'd share from from our experiences. And we use a reset bell. We actually have one of those reset bells. That's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Came up with it. Celeste was it you. You know, it's it's red and it's got. <laughs> Ours sits on the coffee table in the living room. We've had some traumatic times recently with our neighbors. And if we get off into, you know, oh, aren't the neighbors, one of us or the other hits the bell really quick, you know, nanosecond, bing, reset, and we're back to, okay, (laughs) what can we do? What are we going to do? And people who come to our house now, you know, know about the reset bell. They they chuckle when they hear it go off. Hmm. We use it with uh, the people who come in. Um. And one other thing I would add about couples and resets, uh, this is an, an old story, but I remember the first time I, that Nancy and I were having this uh, discussion in our kitchen, and it sort of devolved into you know, going nowhere, negative spiral. And I went, 
you know, need a reset. <laughs> of course, Nancy, you're, what, me reset? You're telling me I have to reset? I said, well, no, no, dear, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I said, you know, but I'm going to reset. And I, you know, I did my reset standing there looking at her, and she kept on watching me. And I said, oh, I'm resetting. Would you care to join me? <laughs> it's like an invitation. Um, so that, that's our standard joke now when we realize we're both sort of going down the rabbit hole of negativity. Mm-hmm. You know, reset? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, can I invite you to reset with me? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so what, I think that's one of the, of the beauties. Which it never is anyway. Oh, sorry, we got doubled up there for a second, guys. Yeah. Elizabeth, what were you going to say? Jamie, that was beautiful. I want to come back to your re-wooing, but Elizabeth, what were you thinking? That I think that's one of the beauties of a relationship over the years is you start to have a keen eye for those rabbit holes that Mm -hmm. you can run down into and take you nowhere. And that I think Nurtured Heart gives you a tool for extracting yourself before you're way down in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, you know the other tool is creating the wonderland, or wonder. I, I coined a word. I think mm-hmm. wonder filled. Now I see it. Other people using hyphenated mm-hmm. wonder filled. Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the beauties of nurtured heart is that I when when I said my marriage vows thirty one years ago, thirty two years in June it'll be. Um, in the ceremony part that I wrote, I I wrote about, and perhaps I didn't understand it as well then as I do now, how you create and recreate that commitment. And so, you know, the stands are commitments. And in relationship to Nancy, my thing is, how am I going to create this today? <laughs> that was a relationship yesterday. What do I want to create mm-hmm. today? What do I want to recreate? And the energizing, as well as the clarity about not giving energy to what you don't want, mm-hmm. makes it... You know, it, between those two is how you create the relationship you have today. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, it's not like something that just exists because you said your marriage about 31 years ago and mm-hmm. then it's on some sort of trajectory of its own. Mm-hmm. We are creating that relationship every day with how much energy we put into the acknowledgments and recognitions and how little we give to the to the negativity that would, you know, undermine it or tear it down. That's beautiful, Jamie. I need to go the re the re I can't say that the re wooing idea. I love because you know I was thinking about it t- this summer when I was on my trip with my siblings that many of you know I took with my brother with cancer, and I was realizing that my mom and my parents were the same age I am when they got divorced when I was twelve. You know, and now I think at forty six, you know, when you've been with someone your whole whole adult life for me and the busyness of life and family and four kids and practice and rabbit holes and all that stuff, I you know I started talking to my siblings about I can see how that happens you know for couples and so what I'm hearing Mm -hmm. you talk about Jamie this idea of the stand as commitment and what can I create today that is so Mm -hmm. profound to me for couples who you know even with lovely relationships and lovely partnerships how we keep that from happening you know going too far down the rabbit hole that you can't extract yourself back up so thank you for that language that to me um, really really spoke to me and again not from any dire place myself but just that realization for myself as a couple that I tend to practice the least with my spouse, if I'm being totally honest, right, because I'm I'm so focused everywhere else and how easy that can be to fall into that pattern um, and how we do have to decide every single day, like Celeste said, to be in the heart and to focus on the reflections and to celebrate those 
things that are so, so easy to take for granted. Anybody who's met my husband knows he is a wonderful, wonderful man. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah. Anybody else? This is a it's a lovely kind of roundtable conversation that I'm I'm hearing and feeling. Well, I think as far as our own relationships with each other and with our family members and new members to our family, um, the Nurtured Heart Approach gives us kind of um, a way to be with people and to build relationships that really kind of blow people's minds if they Mm -hmm. overhear it. And the way Mm -hmm. I can talk to our boys and the young ladies in their lives and the way I can speak to Joe. Um, is so powerful and it's so natural now because we all just do it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I can tell Joe anytime I want about how much I appreciate him and his support and, and the way he can handle my intensity and just everything, it's just such a gift. And, I would, you know, for me, what sticks out the most with NHA Going back to um, Celeste earlier was talking about stand one, um, and and for me what sticks out the most is I grew up in a household that was extremely authoritarian, and so my model for being present in any given moment was um, one of using your intensity and and being powerful in in presence. Um, And what stand one has given me is this ability, this permission is actually a better word, this permission to not have to live by that, that I can actually choose when and where I put my energy and that that the the primary focus of my energy needs to not be on things that I never, ever want to see again. And at first, I think it was easiest to practice that at the schools I was working at and um, in my practice. Um, But as I began to see and receive that exact same thing from Elizabeth, um, there is not a better model for no energy to negativity than is Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Um, And getting to witness that and live through that um, and... And then giving myself, learning how to give myself permission to not have to plug in there um, was just the greatest gift. I think that that's that's the piece of NHA that I carry the 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 most ever present because I have this knee jerk reaction for um, being able to see acutely into what might not be going right, mm-hmm. um, and being able now to have permission to not have to even go there. Um, to recognize that there's something going on that I don't like and that I can choose to, to, to reset myself and wait a moment. And in the middle of that reset, I'll be, I, before I'm even halfway done, I'm taking a deep breath. I can mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. see something else that I actually want to give my energy to. And so there are some interesting ways in which NHA, um, when, I first went to, um, um, when I first went to a training with Howie, was, you know, it was for my practice and it was for other people. Um, and then as I've integrated into, into my life, I see that it's actually not for other people, it's for me. <laughs> did both of all of you, I know I see Nancy at, at CTIs and Joe, I know you, um, did you all go together or did you have one of you start and then the next man? I know, Joe, you came on board later. How about you, um, Elizabeth, and 
Now, Jeffrey and I go together every year. We go okay. to the Tucson whenever since we started going. We go to together every year, and it an um, annual. Wow, it, it's an annual re-up for wow. for professional and for personal. So Sunday one, like you a honeymoon date every year. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, no, I'm watching um oh watching ahead, Jeffrey and Elizabeth together at the CTIs over the past years has been a real inspiration to many people that mm-hmm. at that time are there without their partners. Mm-hmm. So you too, I hope you realize that you've really been an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Mhm. How about you, Jamie? Can you think back? I mean, I don't know when Nancy came on board for CTI. Okay. Yeah, she came to the one in 2010. And for those of you who were there, she was the one in the bright red hat. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> she, she wears hats. <laughs> this is throwback. Um, I, I was there 2006, 2008, 2009, and 10, and 13. So those were ones. But she came in 2010 with me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, and she's the first one, um, I would say, you know, the way that, one of the ways in which as a couple we've passed it on, uh, my son, Seth, works in the field of, of human resource and um, he has a degree in psychology. He works for one of the local county governments in running group homes and, and things. And um, I'm sure that someday he will show up in Tucson. Uh, mm-hmm. the, what we've modeled, he uses and we have a grandchild, and it goes that way, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was off there for a, for a bit, so I lost part of what was – I'm back on, but I, I don't know if you knew I dropped out there for a moment. Well, thanks for coming back, Jamie. Yeah, I, I guess my specific question would be for, for people who are listening who maybe are, are trainers who've, who've gone to a CTI, and, you know, there is a time in, time involved and there is a cost involved. You know, for those of you who now who have – you're all trained, both of the partners – what would you say to encourage people who are kind of on the fence about what it would bring to have their other significant other participate in the CTI? I actually have I a would really say absolutely. About that. Go ahead, Celeste. Oh, I would, thank you. I would just say absolutely don't let money be the thing to stop you. Mm-hmm. Our life is going by. Take this moment. There's nothing better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth? No, I have this. I have the same opinion that not I, I practiced nurtured heart for almost ten years before I went to a CTI. Mm-hmm. And the degree to which it deepened my understanding mm-hmm. and not only helped me be more effective professionally but but transformed my capacity to relate to my family the way I really wanted, it there's no amount of money that mm-hmm. that is worth saving. To, to not have that experience. I don't go back every year because it's cheap. I go back every right. year because I, <laughs> I want to go up again, and, right. get, and I get deeper every time. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the grand reset for your couple, and then I would, I guess, mm-hmm. for myself, I can imagine the, the grand re wooing every year too. Like how do we start fresh mm-hmm. again with an even higher level of intention? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and if you're on the fence, I would say it's the vacation that keeps on giving. Yeah. I could go spend a thousand or something on, uh, you know, going to some place I might like to go, wherever that might be, Upper Peninsula in the summer. And when I come home, yeah, I've got some, you know, photos in my cell phone, and and I still have the memory. But 
when I've been to Tucson, and each time I went, um, I really appreciate the track now as advanced trainers. Well, it's, I, the way that it has evolved is amazing to watch. And then the advanced trainers going back, um, that track has just deepened it and deepened it. And I am all the time drawing on um, the experiences, uh, and they're not necessarily just the last chronological time I went. <laughs> There's other things that sort of percolate through that might be from, you know, the 2009 one, and it comes up more. I just think it keeps on giving, even mm-hmm. way beyond the time you're there. Yeah. And I'm already and, thinking in my mind, who can watch my kids in January so I can finally get Brian down to go to <laughs> go to because he hasn't been right. I mean, I've been doing this mm-hmm. a long time, and my husband hasn't been partly because you know all the reasons why I can come up with excuses. My kids were young, and there's so many of them, and all that. But you know, mm-hmm. thank you for kind of igniting my intention to get my husband down there because I really hadn't yet, truthfully. Because for me, it's such a personal—I don't know. There's so many levels of how fantastic it is to go to a CTI, and so now I need to bring him down mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Anybody want to come to Seattle? No, you'll all be there. Shoot, I'll have to find someone who doesn't go to CTI in January <laughs> to come up to Seattle for a week. <laughs> Without, yeah. The care track in, in exactly. Tucson. Exactly. Okay, well, we are, you know, oh, go ahead. I want to go to Seattle for a week, but um, I also want to respond to the um, that question about um, encouraging, uh, any words of encouragement or, or in support of attending a CTI for uh, for a couple. Thank um, you. I think that when, when, when couples are struggling with their children, um, or, or, yeah, and, and I'm going to bring it back to the kids, um, when couples are, when when you're having a hard time with a kid, um, it's always easy to put the relationship on the back burner and mm-hmm. to double down on what the kids need. And what I will say is, and this is a complicated um, concept, so you guys who are much more eloquent than I am will be able to fix this if I mess it up. Um, what I'll say is that there's always um, a an amount of turmoil or stress stress is the word I'm looking for. There's an amount of stress in the relationship that will affect the children. And that the fact is, um, for me, what CTI brings is is a very selfish piece um, where I get to rediscover um, another level of me in the Mm -hmm. process of using NHA. And that piece of, of getting ever more clear and ever more on purpose for what I want to bring into the world, um, and I feel like I get that rejuvenated every year at CTI. Um, mm-hmm. When when I bring that back to Austin, that's the piece that um, that my family gets to see more directly, and the people that I get to work with more directly. But it's the tip of the iceberg, um, and so when we talk about the money, yeah, it's not a cheap endeavor. Um, but the reality is the level of peace and harmony and the level of on-purposeness that I have when I get back pays huge dividends in the way that I'm dealing with my family. And, and I don't know that I can quantify that um, in terms of dollars um, or, or in, in any other way that's, that's not extremely personal. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jeffrey. That yeah. was extremely beautiful and eloquent, by the way. You oh. nailed it. That was, that was yeah. It's so, so, so true. Oh, my goodness, those CTIs. Um, I was thinking something, and I got distracted by that. What were you going to say, Jamie? You Did you have something to add there? 
that I, that I it was a very clear statement. I got yeah. it, and I yeah. can think of a thousand examples in my private practice of of that being what when people come to see that um, yeah. that you know how they're working um, as the marital couple has such a big impact on mm-hmm. the kids mm-hmm. in in so many ways. If I'm hearing it the same and, way. Yeah. I love that point, and it makes me think of Daniel and Stephanie Rule. They're both trainers now. They attended SCTI together last June in Sacramento, and they, um, you know, they've probably been married for somewhere around 10 years, and they have very small children. Mm-hmm. And though all of us have been together for many years and didn't have this when our children were very young. So watching their relationship and the example they get to be for their kids at a very young age has really been inspirational and um, really incredible. So, you know, even if you have young kids, I know, I know it's a challenge to, to be able to attend something like this, but I've watched them and seen what, um, what a really great thing it's been for them and their family mm-hmm. as younger parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what I was thinking about, Jamie. Um, when we're talking about this idea of the, the focus on the couple, and so many of us are working in the mental health field and working with kids, you know, and families who come to us because they're struggling with intensity. How are you, those of you who are working in that field? How are you balancing that idea of, okay, I'm coming because my kid's challenging, but really we want to shift the focus to how can we help this primary relationship in this brand new way, right? How are you all navigating that? I think that'd be a nice change of focus here for the last few. In a professional setting? Yeah, in a professional setting yeah. when you've got, I mean, I have it every week when someone comes and says, my child is doing X, Y, or Z challenging behavior, and then you scope out a little bit and you get more of the context and you go, oh, I need I, I need to focus here. Let me nourish this mom, this dad, this couple, because we right. know that energetically mm-hmm. it trickles down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the way I've gone at it that works the most um, is that when they come and you know, the child is the focus, at least in their eyes, and I am working with them in a first or second session and teaching the energizing, I'll say, oh, and by the way, don't limit this just to, to Sam here. You know, make sure mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Susie, sister, gets some. And by the way, you know, feel free to use it with one another. And they start looking mm-hmm. at or laugh or, you know, oh, okay. Um, right. But mm-hmm. inevitably, I, I mean, I'd say nine times out of ten, They'll come back and they go, they jokingly used it with each other. They liked it. Now they want to yep. learn more about how to do it more specifically. Mm-hmm. I sort of just, I, you know, I go at it sometimes that way. Or, mm-hmm. or in other times they have said, you know what, we need this more than our, our kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Somewhere along the way because they feel, you know, it's so hard for them to do it, they'll say. It's mm-hmm. so hard for me to find the, you know, because of my background or whatever they say, uh, to find the positives to say to my child. Yeah, I see them, but I, you know, I said, okay, well, we can practice. And since it's, you know, coming from you, let's practice without the kids here. And, I'll, and then I will use, you know, the uh, as a couple to trade back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes saying, well, pretend that's your child, and you'd say it that way. Because very interesting things come out. They, oh, I never realized that about, oh, I missed this about... You know, I've, I haven't seen this aspect of my child before, but now that I'm saying it to you as if you were him, you know what, I realize any one of those uh, ways, which are sort of backdoors, has worked very well. I love it. Elizabeth, what were you thinking as Jamie was talking? I was thinking that um, ultimately when we do our jobs well, 
our children grow up and leave us. And we want them still around and we'll see them as much as we can and we hope to keep them embraced in our lives. But I think it's so important to keep the couple relationship nourished um, because one day you look at your partner and that's who's in your house. Mm -hmm. And that's the person you're going to be with 30 more years after your children move to New York City or wherever they're going to go. Um, and I feel like that, that, again, it's a gift from Nurtured Heart. that you, There's no limit to how many people you can have an intimate, warm, nourishing relationship with. It's not just for your children. Mm-hmm. And it's really not any harder to do it family-wide than to do it with a, with a child you're worried about. Right. How about you, Jeffrey? You're in private practice now. You're working with families. Yeah, the way that the way that I introduce it actually, um, and it's very similar to what Jamie described, is that um, in the sessions where I'm talking about um, the the concept of stand two, um, I actually hand them a list of emotional. Both parents, I hand them a mm-hmm. list of emotionally nutritious words. Um, and I have them identify words on the list that they know are already going right for their kid. And then I have them practice um, inside of the session using those words with each other. Um, because mm-hmm. if they can identify it in their kid, then that means they can identify it in themselves, that it's something that's inside of them. Um, and mm-hmm. so anything that anything that one of them circled, I can I can appreciate that exact thing in one of them and model it for them and then have them practice modeling it um, back and forth with each other. Um, And I actually set um, part of the homework that I set for couples um, is to, you know, use certain, um, to use the strategies, to use the techniques um, in their house with each other in front of their children with the idea being that this isn't just we've identified that the intense kid is a problem, that we've identified that energy and the way that we're utilizing our energy um, is what we're going to change most. And that we have <laughs> the to answer. That. Yes, that's the answer. And we have to do that with everybody in the household. And that it feels more genuine to, to when, it, when a child, I believe, that when a child experiences their parents being that way with one another, that it feels more genuine to them when it also trickles down to them, whether it be through witnessing their mom being nice to their dad in a really sweet way and a very specific way, or when it comes to their mom recognizing them, the child, um, that it feels more genuine when they're hearing it as as part of the whole family all mm-hmm. the time. Um, mm-hmm. And so... So it's a direct homework assignment for me mm-hmm. um, that, I, that I give to the families. Mm-hmm. I love that notion of it becoming just yeah. a family culture versus an intervention on, you know, challenging behaviors. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pause just for a second while you guys gather your thoughts, just because the bell is chiming in my ear, and I have to invite listeners who want to become followers of the Nurture Heart channel on Blog Talk Radio. All of our shows are archived within an hour or so of airing, and they're all available on demand if you go to blogtalkradio.com backslash Nurtured Heart Approach channel. Um, If you're interested in becoming a certified Nurtured Heart Approach trainer, I really encourage you to consider it. Um, We have a couple coming up. Let's see, we have Austin, Texas coming up in June, 
and we have Fargo, North Dakota coming up in July. Um, all of the information about trainings and Howard Glasser's Spring Tour and any other Nurtured Heart training around the world are all available online on childrensuccessfoundation.com if you check the training tab. Okay, there you go. Um, housekeeping. Back to you guys. We need to wrap this conversation up pretty quickly. Um, like I said, it goes by super fast. You are all such beautiful examples of what's right with Nurtured Heart Approach. Um, any parting words you would want to give to a couple who's listening to this and maybe they're struggling in a relationship or maybe they're not sure how to start with their partner? What would you recommend? Um, I, I would I would definitely say that um, the expectation for change needs to begin with me um, and that that I have the capacity with help from Elizabeth, with help from the planet, giving me feedback. Um, I have the capacity to, to make that change within me. And the NHA is a beautiful tool for um, organizing um, that change and organizing, giving me, giving me a structure by which I can choose to live a, a, a peaceful and happy life. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Anybody want to energize their spouse who has been so gracious to give up part of Super Bowl Sunday to come and participate in this podcast? Oh, I would like to be all about that right now. <laughs> I figured you would, Celeste. <laughs> Joe? Yes, Are you there? I am. I, I just, I really appreciate that you took the time to do this on a day, knowing that you're a big football fan and that you did not complain about it one time. And as we were separating to go in different rooms in the house, I said to, I gave Joe a kiss and I said, here's to being in our hearts. And he looked at me and he said, aren't we always in our hearts? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, honey, I can honestly say that you are in your heart with me 100% of the time and there's no greater gift. And I just really appreciate you so much. And I'm so um, grateful. So thank you. Well, thank you. And I can't do this life without you. Thanks. <sighs> All right. <sighs> Elizabeth and Jeffrey, any parting heart sentiment to our listeners or to each other? I actually do have something, which is having spent 20 years living with a very intense man, I feel like. Jeffrey, your intensity brings joy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I love sharing my life with a person who sees all the colors and lives all the colors. And that I felt very good coming into this conversation with you because I knew that you would treat our marriage with great respect. So thank you. Thank you. You know, um, for me, recognizing that um, the incredible amount of openness and the incredible amount of kindness that you have for me um, and have always had for longer than 20 years, because I think we were dating for three and a half or four years before we got married. We were. Yeah, we Um, were. I feel like Nurtured Heart entered us a little bit more than halfway in. Yeah. Yeah. The kindness and the openness that you've always had for my energy and for my um for my foibles 
um, and all of my projects and all of the stuff. Um, and, you know, it comes out in your words, but it also comes out in your actions. Um, the pork stew that I can smell right now and mm. the, the bread that I can smell and can't eat right now. Um, you fill me up in so many different ways on purpose. It's not an accident. You're constantly thinking of ways to serve your family. Um, you are. You definitely have the heart of a, ser- a servant. So, um, but thank you for being you. Thank you, Boo Boo. Mm. I feel a little bit like a voyeur. Those were so incredibly authentic and genuine and beautiful. So thank you for sharing that with each other, and thank you more for sharing that with the people who are listening, who who really can feel the difference about Nurtured Heart and what it brings to a couple. Jamie, I want to thank you for joining today. Um, You, I always tell you, are the epitome of when I think of a gentle soul. I think of gentle Jamie. And so thank you for bringing your wisdom and your gentility to the show today. Um, Thank you for sharing your time. It's always such a pleasure to get to spend some time with you. Thank you for the invitation. I want to let you know that my hand went to my heart as I heard these couples Mm -hmm. talk. My hand is resting on my heart. Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So on that note, you guys, um, thank you so much for sharing your relationship with the world, really, and for coming together to talk about how you can take Nurtured Heart to deepen relationships in really purposeful and profound ways. So thank you for being living examples of the best of what Nurtured Heart brings to couples. Um, Thank you for listeners today for your commitment to Nurtured Heart Approach and for your interest in how this approach can enrich hopefully your own relationship and also those with the families that you support and know. Uh, Next month we have the privilege of speaking with Frank Picconi and Tim Hunter who will be sharing about the statewide initiatives happening in New Jersey and how Nurtured Heart is being rolled out in a really big way in their state. So I'm looking forward to that. And on that note, thank you all for coming together today and until next month. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Bye, Joe. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Time, you guys. Have a great, great weekend. Take care of the rest of your Sunday. Bye, guys. Enjoy the bread, Jeffrey. Yeah, enjoy that bread. And this too. Thanks, guys. Many stories shared in this broadcast are amalgams of experiences based on the use of the nurtured heart approach by our hosts and our guests, and are not based on any particular person, child, or adult.